A Conversation at the End of the World A Short Story by Tom Farr Michaela found her seat on the plane and wiped the tears from her eyes. The sound of her mother's voice echoed in her ears. You have to start over, honey. You and your team are the only hope we have left. The weight of it all was too much, especially for an 18-year-old. She held her father's briefcase close to her chest as she took her seat next to the window. The chaos continued outside beyond the airport walls. Smoke filled the air and it seemed like the whole world was on fire. People, driven by their aggression, were rushing onto the tarmac. They'd reach the plane soon if the pilot didn't take off, and Michaela prayed it wouldn't be too late. Why can't you come with me? Michaela had pleaded with her mother. You know that's not possible, she had replied. This is your journey to take. A look of sadness had filled her eyes. I can already feel the change coming. Michaela felt so alone. Her father succumbed to the disease only days after it was released. Everything had changed so quickly, all because of a vaccine gone wrong. Michaela watched as more people her age and younger filed into the airplane. She wondered which of the older boys she would soon align herself with. She didn't know any of them. She missed the world in which you got to choose who you fell in love with. Now she wondered if genuine romantic love could even exist in this world. She had always wanted to be a mom someday, but not like this. What she wouldn't give for a familiar face, just one person she cared about. But she supposed she would grow to care about these people, or maybe she wouldn't. How could she know? What if none of them got along at all and the human race ended up dying with them anyway? Mind if I sit here? The voice belonged to a boy her age, with dark eyes and short cropped black hair. The smile on his face was entirely out of place, considering the circumstances. Sure, she said, hoping her reluctance wasn't obvious. Or maybe she needed to make it more clear. Whoever this boy was, she didn't want to be someone's prospect just because she was one of the last immune females on the earth. I'm Jesse, he said holding out his hand. She didn't want to be rude, so she shook his hand. Michaela, nice to meet you, he said, settling into the seat next to her. Michaela returned her gaze to the window. A woman was trying to break through two guards on the tarmac. Michaela flinched as one of the guards pushed the woman to the ground while the other pulled out a gun and shot her in the head. You okay? Jessie said, glancing out the window over her shoulder. I'm fine, she said, her voice cold. Twenty minutes later, they were in the air, and she was thankful Jessie had taken the hint not to make small talk. She continued staring out the window, catching glimpses of Houston burning below. In just a few hours, they'd reach Atlantis, which was the name they'd given the mysterious island that emerged from the Atlantic Ocean at the beginning of the madness. Once they arrived, their new lives would begin. What's in the briefcase? Jessie said, interrupting her thoughts. She'd forgotten that she was holding it so tight. I'm sorry, he said. I didn't mean to pry. I'm just really nervous, I guess. She noticed his hands were gripping the armrests. First time to fly, she said. He followed her gaze to his hands and let go of the armrests. He gave a nervous laugh. It's not that, 
he said. He leaned closer to her and spoke with a whisper. How do we know we'll be safe? How do we really know? What if we end up just like them? Michaela sighed. I I wish I knew. She let out a small laugh. I guess we're all in the same boat with the same questions and the the same fears. He seemed to ponder that. Are you nervous about what this requires of us? What do you mean? He took a deep breath. I was engaged before all this, he said. Jen Jen was a year older than me. You were supposed to be married. Getting married next month. Michaela noticed a small tear drop form in the corner of his eye. I'd never killed anyone before, he continued. I loved her. I wanted to find a cure, but I had to stop her. Michaela wiped a tear from her own eye. I'm terrified, she said. I've always wanted to fall in love. I had a boyfriend before. I'm not sure if I could say I loved him. but i did care about him she stopped trying to force the memory of her dad's type stabbing michael to death from her mind i shot my dad in the head i loved him more than anything and i killed him because i didn't know what to do she looked at the deep sadness in jessie's eyes and felt a lump form in her throat she knew more about the vaccine designed to inhibit human aggression than anyone Her pain and Jessie's pain were the result of what was released into the world to make it better. Her bottom lip began to quiver. I am so sorry, she managed to say. No one should be forced to kill someone they love. Her voice cracked on the last word. Jessie forced a smile. I guess this is what the world has given us. He took her hand and squeezed it. Not in a romantic or sexual way, but to show that he cared. and that she wasn't alone he wasn't what she'd expected michaela set the briefcase on her lap and opened it up inside was a photo of her family something to remind her of when everything was perfect and everyone she loved was alive on top of it was a journal beneath the journal was a file stuffed with paper what is it jessie said she smiled as she pulled the journal out and flipped it open to the first page <laughs> my dad, my dad was a scientist, but he was also a believer that some benevolent force created the universe and looks over at us. Even then, when everything was going to hell, he believed someone out there would love us. He wrote in this journal for years, ever since I was born. It's filled with everything he wanted me to know about life and love and about how to enjoy both. He gave it to me on my 18th birthday. She handed him the journal. I keep it to remind me that good is still possible in the world, even when it doesn't look like it. He held the journal with care but didn't open it. Wow, he said. That's some dad. He gestured to the file. And what's that? She ran her hand over the file. My father's research. He believed there was a cure. He just couldn't figure out the last part. He entrusted it to me so that so that if i ever discovered the missing link we could save everyone her face fell i guess it's too late now he started forward some day we'll go back who knows what we'll find when we do he looked at her and gave a reassuring smile 
and something tells me you'll be ready. Thanks, she said. It feels good to talk to someone. Tracy laughed. I was afraid the first girl I talked to would be completely crazy. Michaela returned the laugh and it felt refreshing. I thought the first guy I talked to would only see me as a potential conquest. Jessie smiled and squeezed her hand again. I'm glad we found each other. Me too, she said.